When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. to another edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast right here on PHNX. Of course, my name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as your mayor of PHNX. I'm joined by the Valley Sports Czar himself and our king of content, none other than the one and only Espo. And look, can I give you an introduction? Because please. you always get introduction. You always have to give the introduction. Would you please? But I want to say, the man, the host, his name is Big Derek Energy. Derek Montia. <laughs> I like that. There you go, Derek. Jesse, you're fired. We're going <laughs> to Espo's here permanently. Uh, of course, uh, Jesse will be back next week, but I'm excited nope. to have. Oh, well, maybe not. We'll see. Yeah, I'm the czar. I make He's that the decision. He is, you know. he is the one that makes these calls around here. But uh, very excited to talk about this guy, with, about things with this guy, because there's some uh, interesting stuff going on in baseball. And it kind of relates back to what we've seen here in the Valley over the last 20, 25 years, right? There's a lot of stuff going on. But the biggest thing here today, the biggest news in the baseball world, is that the MLB owners have voted unanimously uh, for the Oakland A's to relocate to Las Vegas. And I know this was something that was coming. We were kind of expecting it. It's not not like this is a huge surprise. It's just now that it's happened, it feels like this sucks. Well, it feels like that MLB is kind of – treating the symptom and not the disease here because the problem is in Oakland. The problems ownership in Oakland and the approach over the last handful of years and beyond that in trying to get a new ballpark. Right. I don't feel like this has ever been the fans. I know that they've drawn poorly over the last few years, but if you gave me the crap that you were putting out there, I wouldn't go there as a fan either. I don't blame the fans necessarily. Uh, their approach to finding a ballpark, not not looking at some of the hurdles that were going to happen. You have to understand that politically. And then the owner not being willing to put the money either in the ballpark or in the team right. is problematic. And what worries me the most, and sorry, I don't mean to step on please. everything you probably no, please. I'm, have I'm... to say, but they ran a study in Major League Baseball and said financially they're not sure Las Vegas is viable, Hmm. right? So if you're looking at that, and and I can – I'll read from – this was from an athletic piece, uh, but said, uh, you know, the report uh, was spoken about by someone who wasn't authorized to speak publicly, but they said it called the viability of Las Vegas iffy in large part because the success for the A's would be highly dependent on tourist visiting. Of course. That works for the NFL. Yeah. I can go, hey, guys, you want to go to, to Vegas for a weekend, catch an NFL game, yep. get drunk, play the slots, go home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I the, the benefit of the Golden Knights has been that they've been really good. Yeah. So you true. drew the hometown crowd because they came out the gates and were surprisingly good. Very similar, and won a title. very similar to the Diamondbacks that won that title so so early in their existence. Not quite as early as the Golden Knights, but yeah, it's it's almost a necessity because you need people to take notice in a town like that, just like here in Phoenix, and people there like a winner. So if you can make them a winner early on, it's going to immediately build that fan base of kind of like dedicated diehard fans because. You won right right away. Well, and you know that uh, you know that John Fisher isn't going to put the money in 
to have that happen. Yeah. yeah. So That's then you're true. talking about, okay, Major League Baseball plays seven days a week. Yeah, you get an off day every once in a while in there. But this isn't going to be where tourists are like, hey, you want to go to on a random Tuesday to an A's game? We'll right. fly to Vegas right. in the morning. We'll fly out the next day. We'll have a good time. It's not going to work that way. Well, and, and that also seems like a really terrible way to build a sports franchise mm-hmm. because we here have that problem in Arizona, but not to that extent, right? Like, no. we're not – we're not necessarily a tourist town as much as we are kind of a transplant city where people have come from all over the place and they tend to hold on to their own fandoms. But like you cover the Suns and you've kind of seen it grow over the years where the Suns have been around long enough that we don't really have that transplant fan as much in the Suns community as much as we do in baseball, considering we have spring training here and that the Diamondbacks have only existed for 26 years. Yeah, I mean, even with the Suns, when things are bad, you're still you're not selling out. Yeah, you're drawing a much smaller crowd. It's a lot quieter. You're getting yeah. the opposing fans in there as well. So, uh, to me, this also the ballpark being on the strip. And I'm a guy that working in the NBA, I spent weeks yeah. at a time in, in July in Vegas. All right, mm-hmm. uh, and for summer league, and I just. If you want to build something that's really going to grow roots there, I wouldn't have built it on the Strip because yeah. people that live in Las Vegas don't like they going, to the, going to the Strip. Yeah, it's going to be right off where like the Tropicana yeah, is Yeah, right it's, it's right across from the MGM. Yeah. It's just, it's it does not make a lot of sense to me the way they're looking at this. So if your whole plan's tourist, you're going to wind up in the same spot. Yeah. You're going to have a half full ballpark with an owner that's unwilling to spend money. It's interesting you say that because I went to Las Vegas during the postseason run on a little weekend trip and prices were outrageous simply because they, there was a, a home or there was a Monday night football game and the Packers were in town, which we, we know the Packers are a team that their fans travel well, mm. but like, you know, like that, for instance, even right. Like I, I, are you, are you ever going to get that? Are you ever going to get where so many fans from an opposing team come in that they literally alter the prices of hotels in the area just due to. How how many opposing fans are coming to town? I don't think you're ever going to get that in baseball. I mean, in unless it's playoffs, then maybe I could see that. Where hey, the uh, you know the Angels are playing the A's in the playoffs in Vegas. Yeah, yeah let's hop over there for yeah. two games and spend some time. But regular season, you're not. Yeah, and and if if ownership's proven anything they don't spend money so you're not going to see the playoffs right, right. uh you know so i, I and, just and i think it's a bad the only the only benefit we're never going to hear the arizona diamondbacks are flirting with henderson or flirting with vegas that's a that's you know. a fact yeah we that is at least taken out of the equation and i know that there's still some like there's there's still some groups around the country that are looking to bring baseball like to Nashville, for mm-hmm. instance, and things like that. Portland. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. In Portland. Right. But I'm and, and I know this sucks for Oakland. This really sucks for Oakland because this is a community that has now been robbed of all of their sports teams, essentially. Right. And uh, their, their major sports teams and and seeing them all go to Las Vegas, too. That's like kind of the worst thing is like your teams are literally literally all relocating to another city. But is it good for baseball in any way, considering that that stadium and that whole situation had just become so bad? I mean, like, I don't like it because, like you said, it's really treating it's not it's not treating the actual problem. Right. And the problem here is that teams essentially need to make this commitment to or, or owners, ownership groups. They need to make this commitment to a team to constantly you know, upgrade the facilities to to work on it. I mean, right now we know of, of some of our, you know, sources telling us about the stuff going on in Chase Field, mm-hmm. which is great because Chase Field doesn't feel necessarily like it's unsalvageable at this point. You just need to maintain a professional ballpark or stadium and have it, you know, constantly. Th- those upgrades are constant. It's not just something that you can do one time because you built a new stadium and then just kind of keep it clean after that. Well, I... I'm sorry, but if you're Fisher, if you're any of these owners, and this isn't a political thing, because I, I, but if you don't have the money to pay for it yourself, uh, and, and you're crying poor, and the city goes, well, I don't know that we can do this. That's on you, bro. Yeah, you're the one that bought this. That's yeah. a part of your. That's a part of your team. It's a yeah. part of uh, you know what will keep you uh, making money, a part of your lifeline. I. 
I don't blame them for for the city of Oakland going, why would I give you all this money when you haven't done shit with this team? It's also, when, at what point do they pay the money back? At what point when they the city helps a team get up on their feet or get whatever they need in order to renovate or whatever, what, like we don't ever get to see the owner's books. We don't ever no. get to see how much these teams make. So it's like they can just manufacture that they're out of money as much as they want. Meanwhile, they we have no idea how much they're actually making. Yeah, I mean, what happens here is, you know, he gets to move to Vegas. They give him $380 million right. to subsidize that stadium. And it's a windfall for him. Right. And, and the city of Vegas, you know, gets another attraction. Yeah. I, you know, but you're never going to actually be able to gauge what that does. Yeah. You're likely never actually making that three hundred and eighty million dollars back right. as a city. Right. Uh, but you just you're just doing it with the idea that it's going to bring yeah. in enough commerce into a city that already brings in plenty of tourists and plenty of like. There's never a night that Las Vegas isn't busy. Yeah. There's never. I've gone on a fucking wednesday in in the middle of february and there's oh, yeah. shit going on like yeah. there's never not something going on in las vegas when so. you think major league baseball you don't think las vegas is you're not drawn in that kind of crowd look if i'm if road I'm, trips are going to be electric though well, when yes, we go we're true. gonna go we're gonna have oh, some well, fun road fun. trips <laughs> but i mean we're it, our fan base is a little different yeah, the traditional yeah. mlb fan base isn't quite that but if i'm if i'm rob manford and thank god i'm not but if i was I would look at Oakland and I go, let's find an ownership group and give an expansion team to there. And part of my deal with uh, with the A's would be, you got to leave the name there. Yeah. You got to yeah. rebrand in Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah. And then we're going to get that expansion fee mm -hmm. in Oakland. We're going to get a new ballpark there. Yeah. And, and the A's can remain there. And then everybody gets a, a piece of it. The, the other owners are happy because they get their expansion fee. You go there, you go, you know, either Portland, uh, Nashville, Look at what Montreal. happened with Seattle back in the day, the pilots that became the Brewers. Mm -hmm. Like that one situation kind of set all of this stuff into motion where that's why Tropicana Field exists to this day is that they were yeah. just building ballparks in cities to lure a major franchise away to come play there. Didn't like, they almost get the Giants? Wasn't yeah, that? Oh, yeah. yeah. There were a lot of, yeah, there yeah. were a lot of things that almost happened because of things like this. And so, like, that, I was going to ask you as much as, you know, is, is there any good for baseball in this? And I guess the idea here is that, you know, it rejuvenates a franchise that a lot of people have lost interest potentially in, and it gives them a chance to grow in a new city if that should happen. But it feels like there's much more bad than good, including the fact that this like this plays into that whole narrative where franchises, ownership groups now can make this threat and be like, look what happened to the A's moving to Las Vegas. And if they don't get what they want, you know what I mean? Like can actually potentially uproot the team and move it. Uh, and, and like you said, in some situations, it's unfair because they're just asking for the city to pay for things on behalf of a team that is not sharing those revenue with, with the city. For, for a sport that all we ever hear about is tradition and you can't do this because of tradition. You can't add a pitch clock. You can't make the bases bigger. They're rough. moving a team that's been there since the 60s. Yeah. That's tradition. Yeah. Raleigh Fingers playing there. The Bash Brothers. Like, there's tradition yeah. with the Oakland A's, and you're crapping on it because Las Vegas is is bright and shiny. Yeah, you're crapping on it because you happen to get in bed with a guy that wasn't smart enough to figure out how to make money with a with a professional baseball team, and then had to cry poor and get a handout because. Really, he just tanked the value of his asset in Oakland so he could get get more money in Las Vegas. That's not what a traditional sport no. should do. They should be trying to protect a heritage city like uh, like uh, Oakland. Uh, like Oakland. Yeah. I get it. They came from Philly originally, but they've been there since the '60s. This isn't a team that won one single championship. This is a team that won nine World Series titles, and I know that that doesn't have any impact anymore when it comes to the sports world, but. I really feel like it should. Like you said, there's just so much history and it's 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 a slap in the face to the sports fans in California and Oakland. I mean, don't get me wrong. Those people at times are spoiled with how many teams they have in that gigantic state of theirs. But <laughs> uh, I, I do have a bigger overall issue here, and that is. Do the Diamondbacks now become the Oakland A's NL rival or is it still the San Francisco Giants or is it just the people in Oakland? The Las Vegas A's now, as far as uh, 
as far as being close, like, aren't we the closest team now to them? I mean, I guess since now the whole NL Hale, it doesn't really matter it doesn't, anymore. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I think I think they do become a a rival because now uh, it's another team in a desert city. That's right. It's, uh, it's five hours from here. You know, five hours. Uh, I Three mean, hours you know, and fifty dep- minutes. Depends. <laughs> depends on if you want to get a ticket or not. Or you know. oh, that's a, yeah. that's a low blow. That's that, a low blow. That's a low blow. Did that. Yes or no? Yes or true? Did that happen the last time that you went to Vegas? What's there? that? What's that? What's that? You're Mister Three Hours and Fifty Minutes. I did get out three hours and fifty minutes. How much did it cost you? How much did it cost you? Two hundred seventy-nine dollars. Yeah, see, there you go. Totally you could have flown for so in for forty-five minutes yeah, for that. He's not wrong. But yeah, I, I think it does become a rival for a lot of reasons in that, and I'm very. Interested to see how it plays out. Yeah. That's that's the weirdest thing with the way baseballs change and the NL and AL not really being split anymore. Everybody kind of playing everybody yeah. is. It does open it up for because traditionally they wouldn't have been rivals. Now there's yeah. an opportunity. So. Jay Jay's right. He says I can't even watch the movie Moneyball the same anymore. You're damn right about that. That's not gonna. Yeah. That's not even gonna be possible. Or it's gonna be like a historical piece at this point. Remember when they were in Oakland? Remember when they were. Poor still, but they figured out a way to make it work in Oakland. Those days, those were good old days. But uh, speaking of good days, uh, we thank you guys for being here in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. As always, it's always good times with you guys here in the chat. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, make sure to do so now. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live. If you're listening on the audio podcasting side, leave us a review there. Make sure you're subscribed. Do what Gabby says. Drop us a like. We always appreciate you leaving us a like. Uh, and of course, we we thank you guys for being here. And if you're listening on the audio side, Derek and I are both 145 pounds and ripped. Mm-hmm. So. Just, just absolutely ripped right now. It's the best shape of our lives. It's incredible. We look like the Bash Brothers uh, from yeah, back right. in the day. That's right. That's right. Uh, also, I, you know, again, Jesse, you're fired. I suppose uh, the permanent <laughs> replacement. Uh, me and Espo are going to take our boys trip without you and Damon uh, to Gila River Resorts and Casinos, Hell by the yes. way. Uh, no one I, does it better. I have a sick Rav 4, but it's from 2019. <laughs> Yeah, let's go. There's no ox cord. That's we right. got Bluetooth That's in my right. sicker right. You see, we, we're, we're stepping our game up here. <laughs> uh, and you should step your game up, too, when it comes to staycations here in the Valley, luxury, and having fun nights out over at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Uh, they have an unprecedented level of entertainment and excitement that you won't find anywhere else in the desert. Uh, and, of course, like I said, it's the perfect place for a staycation. You will absolutely get away. You get that full Las Vegas experience without having to drive all the way to Las Vegas and possibly get a speeding ticket on the way. So belly on up and let them show you what the next level is all about at Gila River Resorts Casinos. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit play at Gila.com for more details. Can we move the A's down to... Yeah, know, Wild Horse that would be over there. Yeah, over there. There's lots of space over there by the by Wild Horse Pass, so we can do that for sure. Uh, if, again, uh, they also have the Bet MGM out there. If you don't want to go all the way out there to get down on the sportsbook, you can download the Bet MGM sportsbook app now and uh, use our code of PHNX. If you place your first wager in the amount of $10, you will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly, regardless of your wager's outcome. All you have to do is download the app on iOS or Android or visit their website at betmgm.com. Sign up and deposit $10 into your newly created account and use that on a uh, standard odds price. You can bet $10 or more. Once you have placed a qualifying bet, you'll, you will receive $200 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Sign up for BetMGM today. Use bonus code PHNX. Again, place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through the mobile application of at least $10. You will receive $200 instantly and additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 8778-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Get Ontario. stuffed, Ontario. Uh, Sorry. No, no, no. I no, went no. my route. I, I forgot I'm at the gas. That was a so. different direction altogether. <laughs> uh, Connor Mormon <laughs> says PHNX takeovers in Vegas. Yes, yes. Let's do it. Let's go take over Las Vegas. I'm fine with that. I'm down with that for sure. Uh, there, There's definitely uh, some some precedent set there by, by the Raiders about how fun it can be to go to Las Vegas. <laughs> so I'm not against that. But uh, here in the Valley, there has been a precedent set here as far as sports teams 
teams go and the success that they have. Uh, and, and that would be the, the Phoenix Suns, obviously. We know that they went from, you know, struggling there for a number of years to, you know, the bubble suns years to everything that they've done in the playoffs uh, and, and making it to the finals. And now when you look at the Arizona Diamondbacks, they are kind of following in those footsteps just a bit. Right. And so I'm glad you're here to talk about this because they've kind of followed that path of the bubble suns. You know, they went from having one of their worst years in franchise history to the next year being close, you know, making mm-hmm. it back to like close to 500, close to the playoffs, but respectability, <laughs> right? Uh, and now, you know, the next season, here we are, unexpectedly in the in the NBA or in the championship game, like you guys were in the NBA Finals. But um, and you could say a few crafty vets helped them along the way, so there was a lot of similarities as far mm-hmm. as like how they got to that next level. But now, you know, there there is kind of a pitfall here when you look at what happened with the Suns and where the Diamondbacks are at because like the Suns used to be constructed, there's a lot of young talent on this team. And now maybe to get to that next level, the Diamondbacks might need to start trying to do what the Suns did and, and bring in those superstars from, from other franchises. I think I think there's a distinct difference here. The Diamondbacks have drafted so well yeah. over the last, what, five years? Yeah, I mean, for sure. the Phoenix Suns had one very good draft pick. Uh, and uh, or one great draft pick in Devin Booker, one very good one in Mikael Bridges, and one good one in Cam Johnson. Yeah. And it really wasn't necessarily sustainable success, uh, you know, uh, with it. That I think that's why they made the kind of moves that they did. I think the Diamondbacks are set up for long-term success with how well Mike Hazen is drafted, yeah. how they've built that farm system. There is a dearth of, of young talent. The Suns didn't have that. They had a handful of guys, and you knew there was, okay, we could try to grow with these, you know, with these couple of guys, or we can flip the two pieces we really have, leverage the future, and go that way. I feel like even if you deal one or two guys on the Steinbacks, uh, you know, from the farm system or uh, some of the fringe younger guys up in the majors – you still have such a solid young core yeah. that that they'll grow still together, that there's multiple years of success. Right now, the Phoenix Suns are in, you know, boomer bust. It's win it in the next two years, yeah. or likely you're in salary cap hell, Yeah, you, which obviously you don't have to worry about in baseball. And then, so really, you have such a small window. The Diamondbacks, I think, just opened an entire, you know, those sliding glass doors that have like yeah. four, yeah. a wall of glass. <laughs> I feel like the Diamondbacks opened a wall of glass. The Suns kicked open half a window okay. when they did it. The, I think the Diamondbacks are very much set up for long-term success, yeah. where the Suns I don't think ever truly were. And it was you had to leverage it to go all in because the one guy you have in Devin Booker was in his prime. Right. So. And see, the the thing here that we've talked about, Um, in the past has been like when you are building a franchise to that championship level there are those like steps along the way and Mm -hmm. that first important step is establishing who the core is that you're going to build around right and it's like as much as i'm sure they wanted to build around their young core of of mikhail bridges devin booker and and cam johnson it's like you said it's it's a matter of assets and it's a matter of really trying to get you know, that to that next, next level, which is where you add those pieces to that core. Like that's what the Diamondbacks had established in one single year. And then they also moved kind of to that next level of, of also while, while establishing who their core is to build around for the future, they also made a championship run, you know? And so like, it, it feels like, especially with Mike Hazen sticking around for the long term with his extension, Tori Lovello being here with his extension, that, they, they're not going to do anything as far as like get off path, get crazy with it, start trading away some of these young pieces that help them get to the World Series. But it does become kind of a tantalizing, you know, period of time where some of your guys' value because of the playoff run you had might be at an all time high. Mm-hmm. And you pair that with the fact that, you know, maybe maybe they do find an opportunity to bring in what what they feel like is that is that one piece that's going to get them up to that next level. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they got some, they got some shortcomings uh, around their lineup and, and in their starting rotation. Right. But it's not like they're that far away from, from 
being a fairly complete team. Right. But think about last offseason. They they obviously had more gaps than than this year that they needed to fill. Yeah. And Mike Hazen was smart. Took a young player in Dalton Varsho, turned into Gabby Moreno and Lourdes. And like and and you see that and you go, that's the way you leverage young talent to yeah. find other young talent that better fits the, the whole that you right. have. And you have a surplus you know, of, of outfielders. They had a surplus yes. of catchers. The deal just made sense. No matter how much Toronto Blue Jays fans are gonna kind of have some 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 pains and some yeah. anger over you know losing Moreno and seeing him do what he did here. You don't even know if he was gonna do that in, no. in Toronto or if he because had the of, opportunity. Yeah. That's what I'm saying yeah. because of, of how stacked they are in catcher. Yeah, like I don't need to see a Zach Granke trade. I, or, you know, or a move to get Free Zach Franke. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't see need to see a move to get Madison Bumgarner. Uh, somebody in the chat, Elise, mentions the Dansby Swanson trade. I don't need anything like that where you're mortgaging future for guys that were really good at one point but aren't necessarily going to be that guy anymore. Yeah. Give, take a shot on a guy that could become that guy. Give me another Zach Gallen type move yeah. where you're like okay i see this guy in the next year being that guy he's he's been on the precipice and now i want to go do that that's the way i want to see him fill holds that doesn't mean you can't go get some select veterans but you don't leverage uh, you know a lawler or anybody of uh, uh, you know a, 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 a jones yeah. uh, you know you don't leverage those guys that will be a key part of the future or guys that already are here part of the present just to go chase some 30 something year old guy. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't need to do that. I have to say from a fan perspective, I miss Mikhail Bridges so much that I can't <laughs> even stand it. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's guys on this team because obviously, you know, Corbin Carroll isn't going anywhere. That's not even a yeah. concern. Right. But when you talk about guys like Alec Thomas, when you talk about guys, even like Jake McCarthy, even though he obviously wasn't part of the postseason run due to his injury, uh, it, it it starts to get it starts to feel a little upsetting to think of them not being part of this team. And I, that, sometimes that's the sacrifices you have to make in order to get better. You're not going to be able to hold on to everybody uh, at times and also make your franchise better. But, uh, yeah, there's times where no matter how good the Suns team is, it's hard to look over at McHale having so much fun. Uh, and 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 not miss him and not want him yeah. to be a part of the team, you know. Yeah. Uh, so can we get so the the Paven Smith for Aaron Judge isn't? No, it's not going to happen. Okay. No, no, it's not on the Damn, table. No. I think to Espo's point earlier, though, like we, the thing Hazen's done a really good job at is not trading like young players for like an older player yeah. that's a star. Yeah. He's flipped other younger players for like at the time equally valuable pieces yeah. like Varsho for Moreno and right. Gabriel right. or or uh Chisholm for Gallon and gotten back better value that's, long term. That's a that's a great point because even the Jazz trade for Zach Gallon wasn't super popular at the time because people weren't familiar with Zach Gallon and then he came over here and he set an MLB record for the most starts with and giving Jazz up three was runs or less. Way more popularity early Jazz, on and yeah. everybody was like why would the D-backs trade yeah. this guy? Yeah. And and honestly, now Zach Gallon was a Cy Young, you know, candidate. No, 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 you know, throwing shade at Jazz, but his numbers weren't great. But he still was an electric part of a Marlins team that made the playoffs themselves. Derek, I I, I know I'm just a guest here, and yeah. I don't know baseball real well, but no. I don't think Jazz Chisholm could have been up for the Cy Young. I'm just. Did I, did I say jazz? No, I meant Zach. No, oh, yeah. you said Zach, but then you're like, but yo, jazz wasn't. That's fair. giving you shit. I'm glad. Right? I'm glad you know that though. I'm glad you know that. I know little uh, things about yeah, baseball. Yeah, I promise right. you. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Blake Snell did win the Cy Young for the National League, which was no Boo. surprise. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. But <laughs> can't can't argue with what he did this year. But it's uh, yeah, it's it's. The the award season it's 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 getting, been sad ever since the Roy Award because it's just a bunch of awards we knew uh, we weren't going to win and especially like the Manager of the Year award yesterday with Tory that was crazy because seeing how the uh, votes were all over the place and and having it come down to like a guy that essentially did what Tory did without the significant run in the playoffs is uh, a little maddening, but eh, we'll, Tory doesn't seem like a guy that needs the, the hardware to be happy. No, he was no. living his, no, he was he living his needs, good life at the rookie of the he year. He just needs a tent, uh, a bottle of whiskey, some <laughs> ice cream from Coldstone, and his sons, you know, to 
you know, FaceTime them every can, once in a while. That's all he needs. Can I go on a little rant? Please. The way MLB does these awards is so bad. Everything they so do bad. is so bad. It's like the worst. Like when what was it? The uh, Golden Gloves that they announced at like nine thirty on a Sunday night. I, I don't like, get it. Yeah. No, like who sure. who goes? Hey, you know what? What what we should do? We should announce these awards during Sunday night football. <laughs> you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna have our draft during the All Star game. <laughs> That's a great idea. Right? Hey, can I interest <laughs> you in a Rookie of the Year award presentation <laughs> when there's NBA basketball? <laughs> on? Like, why not make this some big uh, event? like the other leagues do. Right? I, I don't know. And honestly, I don't really think that there's this need to stretch it out over the course of a week. You know, no. like they have a condensed off season anyway. We could just have one award ceremony and get this stuff out. The problem is, is that all of these awards are from different you know, companies essentially, yeah. right? You got the Rawlings Golden Glove. You have the Baseball Writers Association of America, Rookie of the Year, Manager and all that. You I mean, know what? We need to start our own then. We need if if anybody can have their own awards and just hand them out and baseball recognize it, why can't we? Who's saying we can't do that? The official PHNX mascot of the I, year award? The Nuckies. Let's go. Yeah, that, yeah, what yeah, are you doing? Why yeah. are we, we need a Nucky award right now. Jared we'll Stubbs, figure. mascot of the year. Mascot <laughs> of the year. He's up for contention for sure. They don't, you know, oh, we're going to make this happen. It's this a shoo-in. This is genius. I think we do need the mascot of the yeah. year award, and yeah. I think we're the right place to do it. I mean, JJ is going to definitely be up for mascot of the year. That's for sure. A curse world of the year, and then. <laughs> Major League Baseball yeah, as well. Yeah, that could be let's ours. Go. Let's go. All right. Well, <laughs> Jesse's we, watching this, going, "What is? Oh no, what has become what of my beautiful done? baby? Yeah, <laughs> my, my show. Never let this man on. You want to talk some war? Or, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk. Uh, the the, sta- the stat, bit. not the actual. <laughs> just got to be clear. The, the, the stat war. No, we're gonna. Yeah, no, that's all we do. Uh, of course, uh, big shout out to all of our sponsors, uh, but. Jesse right now is taking care of things around the house. And one of the things that I know he needs to take care of around his house is his flooring situation. Uh, But he's not going to get around to it because Jesse never stops worrying about baseball. That's all he ever does. He says he's going to take care of stuff, but he's not. You know what you get in his house then? What's some hardwood? That's some hardwood. That's Mm. right. (laughs) You're not wrong about that. And the perfect company for that, of course, is Empire Today. Uh, They keep shopping for floors simple because they allow you to do it at home when you don't have time. Like Jesse Friedman, they have uh, their virtual floor designer, which is a great way to see how the floors will look your house and they have a very specific uh, ser- uh selection of samples from each year to find the perfect styles for you they make sure that they bring you uh you know not this complicated gigantic catalog of of choices they will bring you uh exactly what you're looking for and, and help you with a curated product selection shopping for s- floors at a big box store can be absolutely terrible can't even find a person most of the time but uh they will take care of it for you with uh, of course uh, in professional installation and a warranty that they service themselves. If an issue does arise, you can just call Empire and then, again, they will take care of it. Uh, you don't have to track down a manufacturer's phone number, get a hold of someone, uh, you know, 12 none of states that, away. None of that stuff. That no. stuff's the worst. I hate, uh, I, I hate when you don't know who's responsible for like, fixing your stuff and then they're just that usually the means around. nobody's responsible right, yeah, nobody, for they it. just want they just want you to go no, away empire doesn't it. give you that kind yeah, of they, don't they take that. care of you. yeah exactly you can schedule a free in-home estimate today all listeners will receive a 350 dollars off discount when they use promo code phnx restrictions do apply see empiretoday.com slash phnx for details empire today. today there we go nailed it uh <laughs> We would normally be throwing shade with our Shady Rays on when we throw shade. We threw a lot of shade in this episode, so of course uh, we should have those sunglasses on, but you also should have a pair, especially if you live here in Arizona. Uh, Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company with a world-class product that's just as good as the expensive sunglasses. Uh, They have durable frames, extremely clear optics, and of course the craziest lost and broken replacement plan in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. No shame heaped upon you. No guilt. Jesse doesn't believe me. Jesse was like, there's no way they don't ask questions. They don't ask questions, except what you're shipping address. Look, no 
No shame by them. We will give you shame sure, in, in, yeah. in the building this, if you lose them, this, but not the Shady Rays. Yeah, doesn't. this group around here, very good at shaming you, <laughs> especially like there's, they'll, they'll be a pair of Shady Rays here in the office that they don't know who that belongs to, and they'll just shame everybody about it until somebody finally yeah. owns up to who We give people a hard time. They call me Mike Hazen around <laughs> here. Hey, <laughs> hey, Diamondbacks jokes Oh, my God, you. this is incredible. Jesse, don't come back. <laughs> uh, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays giving out their best deal this season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shade's rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Can I give out one more award? Uh, is is it for a jersey? Perhaps? No, no. It's, no? The, it's the Dodger Fan of the Year Award. Who are you giving that to? Bob Costas. Anyways. Oh, hey Hey, I've been holding all this in, man. Yeah, he's got a list of singers he's been waiting <laughs> to get out. To Maria G. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's cool. I mean, we know Mo's not up for that. No, Mo, Mo? Mo's a coward. We know that. But uh, this jersey looks really good on you. We know this thing is going away soon enough. But uh, Not this to one. Your, not this one. Not that. Yeah. You're keeping that uh, one. I thought you were going to steal my jersey. Uh, right. uh, the, the whole talk of the town yesterday was uh, the fact that it sounds like the Diamondbacks, even though we have no confirmation, we'll be getting some new jerseys. Uh, maybe nothing drastic, no El Valle jersey at all in their future. That'd be but... very confusing. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, again, you guys, with, with the Suns, we've been seeing these new jerseys every year. Mm -hmm. They're always awesome. It always makes me mad when they tell me this year's is going away, and then the next year's one is awesome. That's the brilliance in the marketing It's, it's incredible, it. right? Yeah, like, it's... Uh, but, I mean, you know, I know, I know we talked a lot about, like, Players' jerseys not being available. No big Gabby Moreno, no Alec Thomas at times. Uh, and and if this is true, it kind of means that maybe they were just kind of holding off to make that stuff available, not wanting us fans to buy jerseys that were just going to become obsolete the next day yeah, or the next year. I mean, it makes a lot of sense to me because Derek Hall is very much about the fans. This would have been a business side decision, obviously, depending yeah. on what the inventory is, having seen that on on the sun side and and how that's handled it would not shock me if it was a a cognizant decision to go hey let's pump the brakes on producing too many of these because we're gonna have the new ones and yeah. we don't want fans upset you know sure. that oh i bought this last year now corbin carroll or gabby moreno is gonna be wearing this different style for yeah. for a majority of their career and you know you get fans can get bent out of shape i would be pissed I, off yeah i mean I uh, there 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 are jersey insurance programs that allow you to return <laughs> it should your player get like traded or whatever within a you know short certain amount of time um but yeah i mean at times it did it felt a little short-sighted because like even with the wbc the popularity of alec thomas i i don't remember seeing any team mexico uh alec thomas jerseys available yeah. and i i don't know like i i brought this comparison up but like the josh dobbs situation in minnesota where after that incredible game he had his first start for the team there were jerseys of his available in the team shop and i just think that like even if that's the case it does feel like you, you, you kept people from spending their money on something that they would have happily spent their money on. That's fair. I always feel like baseball jerseys are a little different because basketball, football, you do that cheap heat press yeah, yeah, on yeah, a blank yeah. jersey. That's and a good point. You don't always... really get those. You don't get the silk screened jerseys anymore. You might get yeah. a shirt. You might get the shirt with the, that looks like yeah. the jersey or whatever, you know. But but I feel like, yeah, baseball jerseys, they take a little bit more pride uh, on it. That's, so, a, that's yeah. a valid point. That is a valid point. Um, but, like, what are your thoughts, though, overall on them changing jersey designs? And from the rumors, it sounds like it's nothing too drastic. We talked a bit about, like, uh, as you call it, the Disney D mm -hmm. is is possibly coming back, and that it's still going to be a similar color scheme, just with more teal, but not fully going back to the old, good old purple, purple and teal and copper look. Look, I, I don't, I, I don't know why we all kind of expect that's going to happen. You know, because we want it so bad. I get, well. I get that we want it so bad, and I understand that, but you also have to look at the reality of it, and. The owner who put those colors in place had a rift with the owner that is currently owning the team. That's fair. And the fact that <laughs> people people are people. We all yeah. have can get hurt emotions. Yeah. When you hear a fan base clamoring for that and it's like, yeah, because that harkens back to this guy, 
you're probably less inclined to do it. Yeah. Now I like yeah. I like that they've tried to meet in the middle with adding teal into this. It sounds like there may be more leaning to that Look as well. This, this like, is a good combo, red, right? Red, the teal, red and teal, some, you know, black. some black. Yeah. Like I I like that. I I really do. I really do like that. I think it's a good compromise. It's a very unique look in sports. Yep. You know, red and teal yep. are there's not a lot of it out there yeah. uh, in sports. Uh, you know, so I, I'm fine with that. Studies even show that purple. You know, I know everybody clamors for it because of the nostalgia, but yeah. that it's not necessarily the most popular color, which is why a lot of these teams had shifted from it at one point. I, I love the purple. I'll defend that. But I, I like that they're going to try to go in this new direction. I don't think any of us particularly were huge uh, sand fans. Uh, you no, know, no. Uh, you know, no, except Piece of Yoshi, of course. Uh, Piece of Yoshi is a fan of all things that the rest of us don't like, and that's why we clash well, but, so often. But see, like, I don't mind it in the in the Serpientes because it was like embrace this, this yeah, kind of color. Yeah, 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 yeah. As an accent, True. I'm True. like, it, it leaves a little something to be desired. It it's, just looks like you forgot to color in the rest it's of like, yeah, it's what like, you're doing. It's like off-white as an yeah. accent. It's like other things as an yeah. accent. Like, I think the teal and the red really like make things pop. And I think like when they do it around black, I brought up yesterday that in 2020, their low Steebacks jersey had the red and teal outline of the letters. And it just, it looked like neon-y. It looked like it was, you know, like it looked like a cool effect. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying like when it comes to the jersey situation, I do think that the time is right to do something new. I think it's fun, you know, because with, you know the World Series, the interest, everything like that. It's it's a good time to to try something new without doing something too drastically different away from what you knew. But uh, they are going to try to fit the whole goddamn word Diamondbacks on a shirt. I'm here for it. Are you? Why why not? Yeah. Like I, look, I always hated D backs on the jersey because uh, every uncreative human being that wanted to insult your team called them the D-bags. So it was weird. like, <laughs> it was so, it was real so creative, you jackass. It was just low-hanging like, low fruit. It yeah, was just right I'm like, <laughs> so I like that, uh, you know, the rumors are that that may be uh, on the outs, yeah. which I'm okay with. Uh, it depends on how how you make the diamond back look, yep. you know, you know, if they want to go back to the, the big D energy on, uh, you know, the on, on uniforms, fine. I'll take, yeah. I'll take that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. Let's see how it looks and, and try. But what I really like is this young group that's going to define the next 10 years of diamondbacks baseball get their own look. Yeah. Why do we love purple so much? Yeah. Because it reminds us of Randy yeah. Johnson, Luis Gonzalez, Churchilling yeah. to a lesser extent, uh, uh, Jay Bell, uh, you know, Craig Council, all the, all the guys, Tony Womack. I don't want to leave anybody out if they're watching and hurt their feelings. <laughs> uh, but I, I probably Craig could Council, go all 25 yeah. of them. Uh, Damian uh, Miller, uh, let's go all. Um, yeah. uh, no, uh, no, I'm with you, though. I mean, it's and, – and from what I've heard – from what I've heard, and it's an interesting description, is this is what I've heard. Alec Thomas and Cattell Marte are going to have so much swag Ooh. in these new jerseys. And I don't even know what that means. Has the word Riz been used? I don't know, but maybe, no. maybe we start to throw Riz around uh, a little bit. I, if, if, I get some, if I get some Riz as well, I'm all in. We all say right? ski on this show, but ski. we can get Riz. Thank you. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the Diamondbacks apparently is going to be on. A, a red jersey uh and they, the jerseys are the we heard the color red might be changing a little I, bit there's a lot of things that still it's not become. sedona red i don't I know under, I, I i yeah well I i'll leave I look to because i've seen i've seen a couple of different reds but we also see all these different alternate hats like i said the one weird thing was um like i see on like hat club and other websites the d still like when they oh, do the, well, the, hat. the spring but, training i own the one that they had right, last year right but this year they got rid of it all together and like now all of a sudden I'm seeing on their team shop, like yeah. the retro one with the copper come back mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I, I, I feel like things that the, the rumors are very true of what we're hearing and everything is pointing in the direction of it. Uh, again, not being a, a full on, you know, reboot of any kind, yeah. but, you know, bringing back like we talked about it yesterday. The Diamondbacks do have some of the best jerseys or uh, logos in mm -hmm. baseball. The D, the A, the snake, the snake with, with the ball it. in the mouth. You know, Everything but that DB that just 
Yeah, that one. Failed. You never liked the DB with the slap? I, I thought it, it looked like a cross section from a health class book. All right, that's all I'm saying. It, it just did. It was clever, but also it looked like David Blaine's uh, get logo. Your mind out of the gutter. Oh yeah, that's true. And, and you really yeah. don't want your baseball team being uh, having a logo that yeah. looks like a guy known for disappearing. All right, you don't want that. Uh, that's so. probably a reference to their offense, I would imagine. <laughs> but uh, of course, uh, we have a, a fashion shoot to go to with the way that we're ironically today. enough yeah ironically enough we're gonna go uh take some pictures in our brand new shirts but uh the first thing me and this guy are gonna do we're gonna go fuel up at circle k and you I'm should too uh i am thirsty and i need to get this thirst quenched and it's america's thirst stop as you may know uh but they also have their inner circle membership program which we've been talking about extensively which will get you so much free stuff can we pause for a second Damon? did he just say he's thirsty that's all i wanted to know go I ahead am thirsty. yeah he's the thirstiest <laughs> guy on this podcast i'm very yeah, I'm, <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, it's so a, Circle K, yeah, the, the so thirst stop, K, right? Thirsty, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, well, I, I my my car is thirsty. I know that, and gas is still not cheap. So you can save yourself twenty five cents per gallon if you uh, join that Inner Circle program on your first five fill-ups. You also save three cents per gallon every day after that. You also get buy five get six to one free on a selection of Circle K products like pizza, coffee, ice cold fountain drinks, and more. So. Join the Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K, Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleGay.com for details. Something's afoot at the Circle Something, K. yeah. Strange things are afoot. Strange things are afoot. That's right. Uh, I also, misquoted it now. That's right. Now, yeah. See? You shamed get, me. Just get out. Just get out. Uh, Jesse wouldn't even know what movie that was from. No, he absolutely. I don't even know if Jesse he knows. He wouldn't know it was filmed here. Yeah, Jesse yeah. doesn't know there's a movie called Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> but uh, what Jesse does know is baseball. And the other people who does do know baseball is our friends at FOCO uh, because they are a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise. But the thing they do better than anybody else is baseball collectibles. There are limited edition bobbleheads. I was saying this yesterday. You don't even know what they look like yet. You just get to see a description and an outline of it, and, and they're sold out. You can't even buy it. People didn't even need to see what they look like. All they need to know it was Alec Thomas, Corbin Carroll, and Gabriel Moreno together in one bobblehead. And yes, it's sold out because that's the limited edition. One out of 25, one out of 50. It's like kid... It's uh, blind bags like the kids love, but it for is. adults like for us. adults like us yes. that have disposable income and love baseball and collectibles. So check out the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms over at FOCO. Of course, right now, like I said, it's all about the bobbleheads. Get those limited edition World Series bobbleheads. Once they're gone, they're not coming back. Uh, they also have Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need uh, for next baseball season, which will be here before we know it. We're going to do some holidays and stuff. There's going to be a new year. We're all going to kiss at midnight. And the next thing you know, we're going to be out there for spring training. So uh, go get yourself ready for that time of year. FOCO always has our back for Arizona sports, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by visiting FOCO.com and using code PHNX for all non-pre-sale items. Use that code, and you will get 10% off your order. Only at FOCO.com. Uh, can I bring up one other thing? It's not I would on the love rundown, it if my you friend. Did. Yeah. Uh, I am in search for old, obscure, uh, AZ Fall League jerseys. I I went down a rabbit hole the other night. Do these exist as no, something you I'm, can purchase? I'm trying to find a place that I can <laughs> and or have them made. Oh, yeah. Because I want a Chandler Diamondbacks. Because we were talking about Diamondbacks yeah. being across the chest. Yeah. The Chandler Diamondbacks that Derek Jeter played for that I used to go see when I was That's a right. kid had Diamondbacks across the chest. That's right. I want a Scottsdale Scorpion, uh, Michael Jordan. Okay. Like I, th there's a market for uh, for nerds like me that would totally buy these. It has to be. There's a market for like fictional jerseys from movies and television shows, which I know you are aware of because we both shop at the website and buy these things. But yep. yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> right. I mean, that's because you're you are a huge Jersey fan. I am. You are a huge Jersey fan. And that's why like I wanted to talk to you specifically about the Jersey stuff, because like I don't know. Obviously, this was a plan that was set in motion before. Right before this happened, this wasn't like a reactionary thing no. due to them making the World Series, but the timing couldn't be better yeah. as far as, like you said, to like now give this generation of Diamondbacks their own 
look. Yeah, uh, Nike usually takes about two years with a team to develop a new look and then implement it. Yeah, so, so this wasn't a this wasn't an overnight, you know. No, kind this of thing. Yeah. this is a cruise ship, not a speedboat. When it Got comes it. to these things, <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't it wasn't some hey, we just made the World Series, let's some slap some shit together yeah, 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 to go yeah. sell it to these people yeah, yeah. as new uniforms. No, so uh, so yeah, but I'm a I'm a huge jersey nerd i've sure. always loved i you know i was one of the rare people that loved the the what was it this it looked like the scale pattern on the jersey oh yeah the gradient I still, pattern. I still have the hat yeah. with the black and the red diamonds yeah. like so yeah well, I'm you a like unique there, stuff you like to turn the jersey turn I, the clock back jersey i want the turn ahead the clock <laughs> jersey the clock. so bad i almost i once almost <laughs> got an authentic one yeah. and lost out on it on yeah. ebay it yeah. was the most frustrating See, moment and i've noticed that like what you're talking about with the arizona fall league stuff i've kind of like fantasized over the uh the minor league jerseys you yes. can get especially for the particular nights mm-hmm. like the aces had a like a a peanuts night where it's just the charlie brown and the peanuts characters yeah. there on their jersey and i'm like i need that i need that am can i gonna I, wear it i don't know i just need it i need to own it it needs can, to be in my house can i look in the i know please i know our friends at the sod poodles watch and i so badly want a calf rise hat or jersey it has been high on my list uh and i'm too cheap to pull the trigger so so the only reason i came (laughs) on this program today was to put the call out can you guys help me because i know you love this show and uh and i just had to leverage the platform of the mayor to come on here and uh you know just poorly cheesily ask for a handout yeah there you go it is almost i turned 40 in two weeks does that does that count yeah something no all right i want to leverage espo i want a tucson sidewinder jersey i need it like oxygen (laughs) i honestly i've wanted one too yeah can i another quick story i know we gotta have photo shoots soon but i i was down in tucson when they won the pcl and triple a championship i got sized for a ring i was working for the team what Size for the ring. Went to the jeweler, got sized. Uh, I never got the damn ring. <laughs> I was even going to pay for it and never got the damn ring. Let's go. I'm so angry. Where I look is on, his ring? I look on Where eBay, no lie, once a month Just to, to see, see if somebody's selling, selling one because I am even willing to buy one that doesn't have my own name well, on is it. Is it 11 and 5 eighths? Yeah, what I, is it? <laughs> I don't care. I will have it resized. I don't care. Uh, but yes, I love those jerseys and that has been on my eBay deep dive list as look, well. It's I because of this man. I own a Mark Grace 2001 Arizona Diamondbacks slot machine and when i say that i mean it's literally specifically designed as if it was made for mark grace with pictures of mark grace on the front little autographed mark grace baseballs as some of the things on the spinners his jersey as one of the things on the spinners and an ashtray which tracks all for it being owned (laughs) by mark grace but after a conversation with him he said he and i quote i've never seen that thing before in my life did you did you know did you ever notice the the brand on it no, because it's, it's like a custom-made one. No, I look very closely. Oh. It's, it's a slump buster. Uh, nah. Nah. <laughs> That's it. We're wrapping this show up. There's no better way we can do it than that. Uh, of course, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. This man inexplicably is just at Espo uh, because... The perks of working in the NBA, (laughs) what I did. Uh, Of course, we are all Damon's dogs. Of course, you can follow Damon at Damon Dog. That's D-A-W-G there at the end. Uh, He is the people's producer. But our show's at PHNX underscore D-backs, and all roads do lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We appreciate you guys being here. We appreciate you dropping likes. Thanks to Gabby for stopping by. We know that he's got a busy offseason, but we appreciate you all being here. If you're not a diehard member, go get that diehard membership right now. Uh, you get yourself a free T-shirt from the phnxlocker.com. We're about to go show off all the shirts that we have. Look at this one. This shirt, okay. I have de- deemed it today, is the jersey shirt. This is the specific best compliment for an openly worn Diamondbacks jersey that you will ever find anywhere on the market. And you can get that at phnxlocker.com. If you become a diehard member, you will get it for free or whatever shirt you want, including our brand new Rookie of the Year 
King, the Corb Him shirt over, over at the phnxlocker.com. Get Jesse's uh, newsletter, access to our Discord lounge, so much fun stuff. So we hope to see you guys there. We hope to see you rocking the new gear. Uh, and again, we appreciate you for stopping by. We thank you for your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when your team doesn't relocate to a different city. <laughs>